Hello and welcome to the Forge Church Catch-Up Podcast. We're delighted that you've chosen to press play on this podcast today. My name is Johnny and I'm part of the teaching team here at the Forge. Each Sunday, our hope and prayer is to provide practical teaching directed by God that ties into everyday life. We hope that today's talk encourages you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our series called Guardrails. You've all seen guardrails. You all know what they are, but chances are you've probably never given them much attention. I mean, we see them on the side of the road, and we often wonder why are they there, because we never really need them until we need them. Guardrails actually once saved my life. I was driving through France. I picked up a hire car in Italy, and because of different legislations, I had summer tires on my car as I was driving through mountains in France in really snowy, icy conditions. I was going so slowly and there were just a long queue of cars behind me. And as I was going around this hairpin turn, I saw another car come towards me. So I put on my brakes a little bit and I found myself not slowing down at all. My car was just sliding down this mountain. I had a cliff edge on one side of me and a cliff face on another side of me. And so as I was going down, I had to make this decision to try and avoid the car and trust the guardrail. I started to accelerate a little bit to see if I could get some traction and I scraped my car on the side of the guardrail that stopped me from going off the cliff. For the rest of the holiday, I would look at this hire car and just be so embarrassed by the big scrape down the side of it. But it reminded me that it was a guardrail that actually saved my life and that it could have been so much worse. It's true with guardrails that we tend to put them in places that we're probably prepared to drive, but it stops us from going into a place accidentally that we're really not prepared to go. And it's the true with our lives as well. And there's a whole bunch of different circumstances, different things where we need our own personal guardrails. Places that we're perhaps prepared to go, but in order that we don't accidentally stray into areas that we really don't want to go. And so it's with this in mind that I want to ask us a question. Let me ask you, have you ever met somebody that you wished you had never have met? I mean, it's kind of a hard and a bit of an awkward question, isn't it? But but maybe I could ask you this instead. Have you got a spouse or a friend or a colleague, maybe, who once met someone who you wished they had never met? It's true that when it comes to some of our biggest regrets, they're often linked with people that we've met. In fact, it's the people that we've met that often lead to our greatest regrets. And that can be kind of awkward and kind of a bit weird, but what's more interesting around that is the fact that it's the people that we perhaps don't expect to be uh, our biggest regrets that often are. I mean, often it's our friends or people that we would have never considered being a danger to us that often lead to moments of regret, moments of hardship and difficulty. It's true that actually we see this way more with other people than we do ourselves. I'm sure, like me, you know people, uh, and when they spend time with people who aren't good for them, you just sort of wince a little bit and think, why do you spend time with them? You are no better for it. And yet in my life, I'm sure, and in your life as well, you've been in similar situations where you've spent time with people which actually lead you away from the destination that you want to get to and lead you away from the path that you want to be on. 
Now, you might kind of think this is a little bit judgmental, but actually, I would want to encourage you to think differently because this is less about thinking wrong on other people, but actually far more an exercise of looking internally at yourself and recognizing that none of us are emotionally secure enough just to be able to spend time with anyone without any effect happening. I mean, let me put it like this. If you're someone who has had a regret in the past and you look back on that moment and you can recognize that there are people who probably hindered more than they helped, that's called hindsight. Well, actually, if you do it before it actually happens, if you can look at your life and recognize that you're just not emotionally secure enough to be able to recognize uh, that there are people who are just not good for you and you can't spend time with just anyone you want to spend time with, well, that's just called foresight. We do this with children all the time, and not that I'm a parent, but I can remember being a child, and I can remember my parents doing this with me. If I invited a friend around from school, my parents would be incredibly inquisitive, and they'd be incredibly welcoming, and I always just assumed they were being welcoming to my friend. But in reality, they were doing something. They were working out who is it that my son is spending time with, and is this person going to be good for my son or not? And it was true the other way around. I would go around other people's houses and I would spend time with my friends and I would think my friends have the most welcoming parents ever. They ask me loads of questions and they find out what I'm about. And it was interesting how sometimes I wasn't invited back to some of those houses. What they were doing is they were working out, am I a good person for their child? And so we need to recognize that this is true with us as well. We need to recognize that actually it's the people in our closest proximity that have the greatest effect and determine the quality and the direction of our lives. I mean, Craig Rochelle puts it like this, and I think it's brilliant. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. We've said that time and time and time again here at The Forge. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. When we understand that, we recognize the power that friendship has over our lives. Because when we're friends with someone, the guard drops, doesn't it? The guard drops, and then uh, we start to recognize that the people that we spend most time with aren't necessarily people that we spend time with because they have great moral codes, or even because they want to help us particularly. We actually tend to spend time with people because they, and they attract us because they're people in which we're able to let our guards down because they accept us. Acceptance is incredibly powerful and seems incredibly charming, but in reality, it's not the only factor in play. Just because someone accepts you doesn't necessarily mean that they're good for you. C.S. Lewis puts it like this. He uses a metaphor whereby he says, if man and woman or husband and wife, their love can be seen through naked bodies, friendship can be seen through naked personalities. Without wanting to get too explicit, well, when you're naked in front of someone, your vulnerable parts are on display. And when you're friends with someone, the most vulnerable parts of your personality are on display. It's true that the people you spend time with have an effect on you. The people you spend time with have an effect on you. This is true now, it's true in science. When you look uh, at the science, when you look at children, when you look at your friends, when you look at yourself, the people you spend time with have an effect on you. And it was true 3000 years ago. 
in one of the books that make up this collection of the Bible that Christians actually believe is more than just wisdom and more than just good writings. They actually believe that it was something inspired by God. Maybe you're not there yet, but 3000 years ago, perhaps the wisest man who ever lived, a man called King Solomon, wrote down a book. He, in fact, he wrote a few books, but one of the books he wrote was a book called Proverbs that had all these wise sayings. And one of these wise sayings was this, Walk with the wise and you will become wise. Automatically, straight off the bat. I mean, you don't even need to try. If you spend time with wise people, you too will also become wise. Now, what is wisdom? Wisdom isn't just knowing stuff. It's actually knowing what to do with the stuff that you know. We mentioned that a few weeks back. Wisdom is knowing what to do with the stuff that you know. We all know wise people. We all know people that we look at and just think, I wish that I could be more like you and make the decisions that you make. It's true that if you spend time with wise people, you too will become wise. But then Solomon goes on, for a companion of fools leads to harm. A companion of fools leads to harm. Again, automatically, easily. This isn't just an observation. This is actually a social equation. If you spend time with fools, it's not necessarily the case that you'll become a fool, but you will suffer harm. Now, again, what is a fool? It's maybe someone who just doesn't know better, or maybe it's just someone who doesn't know what to do with the things that they know so that they can know better. The people we spend time with have an effect on us. And right now, as I'm speaking, you might have someone in mind and be thinking, ah, actually, this is kind of awkward. If that's you, I just want to give you some guardrails. I want to give you just five statements that if you relate to, you might be able to recognize the place on the road that you are on so that you can make the adjustments that you need to make. Let me give you just five quick areas which you might be able to relate to. Number one, are your friends moving in the direction that you want to be moving in? Think about it. If you're someone who values a good job and, and progressing in your career and working hard in that capacity and you're spending time with a whole bunch of people who don't, then actually, is that going to help or is that going to hinder? If you're someone who wants to deepen relationships with those around you and everyone else just seems surface level and just seems to wander through life, are they going in the same direction as you are? Maybe that's something for you to think about. Now, number two, if you are someone who has to pretend to be somebody else when you're around other people. I mean, do you ever find yourself in a room full of people and, and you say something and you just think, I don't even believe that. I mean, it's not as if you can't disagree with other people. Actually, that's a really important thing. But if you're someone who constantly feels like that you have to agree or have to believe things or say things when actually you don't, uh, that should be for you something that feels like a guardrail scraping along the side of your vehicle. Number three, if you find that you are someone who has to compromise certain values when you're around other people, when you find yourself actually doing something that you never intended or wanted to ever do, that's something that for you should feel like that scraping guardrail. Number four, if you're somebody who thinks I'll go, but I won't participate. I mean, that's a lie that all of us have told ourselves in one way or another. Now, again, I'm not a parent, but if I was a parent, it wouldn't take much for me to imagine. If I had a daughter who came to me and said, dad, I'm going to go to my friend's house. It's just me uh, and my friend and two other guys, uh, and they're going to be doing some stuff, but I'm just going to go and not participate. I mean, 
what type of parent that would allow that? I mean, it doesn't take much to imagine for us to be able to look on the outside of someone else's situation, how unwise that is. But for how many of us do we think the same thing? I'll go, but I won't participate. That's something that should wake you up and cause you to start making some adjustments if you can relate to that. Or maybe it's number five. When you hope that the people that you respect most don't know where you're going. That can be something that is almost like a nucleus of a lie. It's something that should make you think, is this somewhere that I really do want to be going? If the people that you respect most, you hope, don't see you. For some of you, you'll hear some of those things and it will cause you to feel awkward and cringe because you've got someone in your mind right now whereby some of those things are true. And some of you will have excuses for it. Here's the thing. All of those different things are just guardrails. I mean, they're in a place where you can technically safely drive and technically technically go and everything will technically be okay. And you could probably convince me that you can carry on living in the way that you're living and everything will be okay. You could convince me of that because I'm not that strong. The reality is though that Jesus said something that was so wise and for you is something that you should recognize so much. When Jesus was on earth, he said something that was so brilliant. And I think if we started to recognize more and more, we would be all the better for it. In fact, this is more than just a good spiritual TED talky bit of advice. This is something that I actually think is deeply spiritual and whereby if you are a follower of Jesus, you should be able to see in your life more and more and more. It's so short and so simple. Jesus was hanging out and uh, with a whole bunch of people and some Pharisees, some religious people come to Jesus and they start to complain that, that Jesus really isn't who they would expect him to be. And then Jesus says this, wisdom is shown by the lives of those who follow it. Wisdom is shown by the lives of those who follow it. That is to say, time will tell. Time will tell if you're right. But tell you what, if you are someone who can relate to some of those five different things, you really do need to make an adjustment because time really will tell. You will be someone who gets hurt if you keep on spending times with people who travel in a different direction to where you want to be going. If you're someone who has to pretend to be someone you're not, if you're someone who compromises the values that you have, Uh, if you're someone who keeps on thinking I'll go but won't participate, if you're someone who almost feels like they need to hide from the people that they respect most because you're worried about what they would think if they saw you. Jesus says, listen, time will tell. That's the thing about wisdom. Wisdom will always be the winner. Wisdom always has the last word. And so for some of you, this is not just, again, a good bit of advice. This is actually a step of faith that you need to make, a step towards Jesus and a Jesus way of living that actually requires some faith. It might even mean recognizing that you have to live with a scrape on the side of a door in order that you don't fall off a cliff. It involves putting in some guardrails. And so number one, walk away. It's okay to walk away. If there are people who are actually contributing for you to walk in a way that you don't want to walk in, it's okay to walk away. This isn't being judgmental. This isn't being harsh. This is recognizing that you are not strong enough to be able to just spend time with anybody. That actually you have weaknesses that will be exposed as a result of spending time with certain people. Walk away. And number two, 
walk towards. I can understand that it can be terrifying walking away from certain people because you think that you're walking into nothing. But in reality, when you walk away, you end up actually walking towards different people. Now at The Forge, we have different systems in place where we can try and support that and create environments where people encourage you and support you in your journey, whether it's 10-month groups or running mates. And we would be more than happy to help you connect into some of those. But even outside of those, Walking away from people who are taking away from the destination that you want to get to can involve walking towards people who will bring you towards that destination. And number three, and this is the hard one, look in the mirror. Are you somebody? Are you somebody who other people would want to be friends with? Are you somebody who is helping other people on their journey in getting towards their destination? Or are you somebody who's hindering it? Because time will tell and it will be those people, as well as perhaps yourself, who will be hurt as a result. When you start to look in the mirror and recognize who you are and recognize the steps that you can take in order to be more wise, you'll probably find yourself in a better crowd too. The people we spend time with have an effect on us. And for some of us, we need to start recognizing that there are places where we need some more guardrails that's all for this week. Thanks once again for joining us. We'd love to keep the conversation going, so why not check out Forge Church UK on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or go online at forgechurch.com where you can watch other content, find the next step, give financially, or see any details of what's currently going on in and around the Forge. We're looking forward to you joining us next time.